Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Dan Hogenkamp. Dan Hogenkamp is the Vice President of E-Commerce for Alphabroda, parent company of ThreadZ, one of the nation's largest distributors of imprintable blank apparel and hard goods. He provides executive leadership for ThreadZ.com, a leading retailer of blank apparel online. He has been at Alpha Broder since 2019 and has served in a variety of leadership roles spanning finance, strategy, and now e-commerce. Prior to joining Alpha Broder, Camp spent 13 years in consulting. Well, good afternoon, Dan. Welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. Great to be here. Absolutely. Thank you again for jumping on. And I love working with folks around the world, 40 countries and growing every single day. Uh, just inspires me. Again, this is my passion. So thank you again for jumping on. And Dan, we're going to jump right into these questions. You've got quite the career in strategy, business, a senior executive. You're currently the VP of e-commerce for Alpha Broder, which is the parent company of Threadsy. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Sure. I think there's a, there's a few things here. I mean, one is in terms of, uh, there being some great secret to career growth. I, I mean, I think it comes down to to a couple of things. One, you've got to have an idea where it is you, you want to go. Now, that that doesn't mean that you'll always know exactly the path you're going to take or exactly kind of how you're going to get there. But having a general idea uh, really helps. Um, for me, so I, I kind of came up through uh, the consulting world. I spent the first 13 years of my career in in consulting and I had realized fairly quickly that I didn't love it. And I, I liked the exposure. I liked getting to work with a lot of different companies. And I know that's a passion that you share as well in terms of interacting with folks and all kinds of different business leaders. The challenge for me was that I didn't feel like I was really adding value and hadn't had an opportunity to really put down roots. And so for me, it became fairly early on in that kind of segment of my career that I was building towards getting somewhere else, right? And specifically getting somewhere where I would have an opportunity to grow into a leadership role, where I'd have an opportunity to kind of put down roots and really make a contribution and add value. And so that took a couple of forms for me. One was education, right? I, I knew that to get where I needed to get, I'd probably need an MBA. And so, you know, that was a nights and weekends thing, right? Where those were busy days, busy travel days, uh, but worth the kind of temporary sacrifice and, and challenge over two years to put in place a block that I knew I was going to need going forward. And there were a bunch of other things like that too, in terms of skill acquisition and, and all of that. So I think that if there's one thing that I always share with folks when talking about the potential for career growth, it's just that, look, the, the decisions you make today are going to matter, right? They're going to matter. They're going to position you for the next thing. And so it's worth a sacrifice today. It's worth the challenges today. It's worth being very deliberate about how you spend your time and resources uh, and asking the question whether your allocation of those time and resources is really going to get you to where you want to go. Thank you, Dan, for sharing. And you're absolutely right. You sometimes get stuck or you're trying to find yourself or you're just trying to make something that is, you know, more applicable in your life or your career. And you've got to make those changes. So I appreciate you sharing your particular story. And Dan, what sets your company apart as a distributor in the promotional products industry? I think for us, it's a it's a commitment to developing and and kind of executing on a really differentiating customer experience and you know like that has a has a bunch of meanings right and and for us like we sell products that other distributors sell we have 
DCs where other distributors have have DCs, you know. And so, how do you develop competitive advantage? How do you develop something, uh, a set of capabilities that differentiates you from your competition when you're selling a, the same products and by and large, and and offer kind of the same logistical footprint? And for us, it really comes down to the customer experience. And so, looking kind of front to end when a customer interacts with Alpha Broder. How are they finding that experience? How easy is it for them to do the things they need to do? Because really what, what Alpha Broder does is facilitate, uh, we're, a, we're a B2B company. And so we're providing uh, blank apparel to screen printers, to promotional products distributors, to folks that are doing a value add process and then selling it to a customer. And so for us, it's like, what matters for, for our customer? Well, it could be speed that they get the product. It could be ease of ordering. It could be the ability to consolidate orders and do it in a way that minimizes their freight expense, right? There's all these kinds of issues. And for us, it's really just become a matter of really looking whether that's um, we have internal resources that are completely dedicated to studying, analyzing, and improving on the customer experience. We leverage outside resources in terms of focus groups and social listening and all kinds of tools that way to really understand what it is that matters to our to our customers so that we can deliver there. Now on the threadsy.com side, and I think you know we'll talk more about this, but Alpha Broder is B2B. We have a uh, kind of child company called threadsy.com that is a B2C property and uh, or website. And so that's a much more of a retail experience. It's for that smaller hobbyist. It's for that smaller screen printer who maybe isn't large enough to, to benefit from a true kind of wholesaler distributor relationship, but they do need uh, fast shipping. They do need great pricing. They do need the ability to search a bunch of products easily. And so that's where, again, on the threadsy.com side, it's a little bit different, but again, it all centers around the customer experience. How easy is our website to navigate? Uh, what do we have in inventory? Do we have the right products in place? Um, how are we interacting with a customer when they have issues? So it's all these kind of things. And I think, look, in any kind of business where you don't have a uh, a product that is highly differentiated and in demand, customer experience is almost always going to be the answer, right? In terms of how you can develop customer loyalty and uh, take and maintain market share uh, and grow your business. Absolutely. And uh, we've talked a lot about this on this show is that customer experience is really key to the success of your business and, and growing, keeping market share. So I appreciate the share. So Dan, are you leveraging any new or emerging technologies within your company? And if not, maybe you found a cool tool or app that you have found really useful. Yeah, for us, I think there's um, there's a couple of tools that are pretty pretty standard now. I think the first is how do you communicate with teams? Um, that are increasingly remote or at least hybrid, right? And so for threadsy.com, for instance, we have uh, a team that's in Austin, but we've also got people that are in New York and Dallas and in Philadelphia. And, and, and it's a highly kind of agile, it's, it's a startup type atmosphere. And so it's highly agile and highly collaborative. And how do you find ways to kind of really bring the team together to make sure that one, you're maintaining the level of connectedness that you need for uh, kind of highly creative, driven, agile type uh, people, right? Which is which is what we're comprised of. And you know, I think in that uh, we're using a lot of the same kind of tools that everyone is in terms of of you know leveraging um, Teams and video chat and those kind of things. But I think the way that we're using it, um, you know, we have a we have a cameras on requirement, right? For for all the meetings with Threadsy and 
you know, it's not a, it's not a hard, hard requirement. If you happen to be in a situation where you really can't have your camera on, that's fine. But I think like, it's a really simple thing, but it's a way that, that ensures that every day you're seeing uh, these people that you're, that you're building this business with, you know, you're seeing, uh, you get that read of body language, you're finding ways to, to communicate um, that are more efficient than just doing email or calls. I think the other thing is we make heavy use of the kind of chat capabilities that we have internally. And so there's a bunch of different apps for that, obviously. But I mean, there's an ongoing chat throughout the day and, you know, we're not super formal about it. There's emojis in there. There's, there's GIFs in there. There's right. All that kind of stuff. And, but the point is, how do we maintain, even though we're separated and remote, this kind of tight level of connectedness within the team that's required to drive innovation and drive, you know, the kind of high performance that we need in that group. And, you know, we're doing some other things um, in terms of how we kind of watch our, the way our customers are interacting with our site, you know, finding those pain points where they might be getting to a spot and, um, you know, either bouncing off the site or finding it difficult to find the product they need or having issues when they add it to our cart. And so there's a bunch of kind of tools there uh, that, that we're utilizing to, to really understand pathways through our site and make sure that we're reducing all the friction um, that we can in terms of getting that customer what they ultimately want, which is a great deal on a, on a great product. So I think, you know, those are a few things. We've, we've got some other stuff that we're working with in terms of machine learning and artificial intelligence to just help us process really large amounts of data, um, you know, which is, we have a, a huge skew count and a lot of customers. And so there's just all of these kind of ways to, to leverage what we do really well in terms of data collection and understanding, you know, transaction data and all that kind of stuff, but making sure that we're able to apply it um, in a way that again, can feed back to a better, a better and lower friction customer experience. So I think those, those are a few things, um, things, I mean, without getting into real specifics, I mean, that's just some tools that we've used to leverage in our business that, um, one help us as a team be high performing and two, uh, help us provide and kind of identify, you know, these friction points for customers so that we can remove them and, and make it a great experience. Awesome. Thank you again, Dan. And we're a technology platform here. So we'd like to dive into a little bit of that, but I appreciate you sharing that. That's, that's amazing. And Dan, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either executive leadership or strategy? Yeah, I think there's two things really. One is I always recommend uh, that you find a mentor and, you know, I've benefited from a number of mentors in my career. Sometimes those are long-term relationships, right. That, that will span, <laughs> you know, employment at a particular company or, or number of companies. I, I've got a couple of those. Sometimes those are just, you know, within the company you're in and they might be kind of a few years or, or whatever, but there's just really something about finding folks that have, uh, made their way in in your specific industry or in your company, and understand all of these dynamics in terms of how to how to move forward. And that could be um, where are the opportunities? You know, where should I invest my time? Where should I kind of show some extra initiative in terms of getting involved in special projects or those kind of things? Right? It could be how do you navigate uh, relationships within the company? And are there are there certain folks that um, it's just really good to be to be closer to, you know, I think those, those things matter. And I think what you'll find too, is that even though, you know, everybody is busy that by and large folks are willing to engage in those relationships, you know, they want to help someone along. And so I think 
that's kind of point number one is, is find a mentor and, you know, I think, or, or two, and one, it's going to be great for your personal network Two, It's, it's going to be great for helping to identify kind of areas you need to work on. And that kind of dovetails into the second piece, which is, you know, it's always what you're doing today is always about um, what you're going to have the opportunity to do tomorrow. And we touched on this a little bit in, in the call earlier, but I mean, really, I think organize your activities and your efforts today around where you want to be tomorrow. And look, that you're going to have a job you need to do. And so it's not like you can spend 100% of your time prepping for the future, but you can find some time to, to do that, right? And whether that's building a new skill, whether that's um, reading, consuming information, learning, whether that's attending you know, on a, a networking group a couple of times a month or, or whatever it is, you've got to kind of figure that out for yourself about like, what do I need? And, and what do I need in my toolbox to move forward to the place I want to move to? And then you've got to spend the time. You've got to spend the time. You've got to decide today instead of, you know, doing X, Y, or Z, right? That you're going to devote that time to building your kind of career path and where you want to go next. And, you know, I really um, believe that like, look, there is some luck in this, right? There is there is getting into uh, opportunities where you can grow. But I think um, more than that, when you can demonstrate that you can add value to any organization, um, opportunities are going to present themselves. And then it's just a matter of, you know, taking the extra time and putting in the extra work and and availing yourself of those opportunities. And I think what you'll find over time is that um, performing well in those opportunities will open up other opportunities. And then you'll find that, that your, your kind of spheres of influence, your ability to, to take on new challenges that are more exciting and challenging to you, all of that's going to grow. Uh, but it does require effort and work and focus um, and planning. And so, you know, I think that's, that's the, the biggest kind of piece of advice that I always give when I'm talking to folks about career development is just, look, there's some things you can't control, but there's a lot of things you can and, and maximize on those items. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Everybody's got a unique story and they've traversed their career sometimes across many industries and flip-flopped and, and, but this is just totally amazing that you can share this with our audience. So Dan, it was a pleasure having you on today and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Great to meet you, Brian. And uh, yeah, I look forward to that. Bye for now. <laughs>